1: Hey, welcome back to Hour 3 of Freedom to Speak with Becca, Marie, and Stella with guest Ethel Bahar. By the way, you guys, uh, you uh, that are watching live on our social media stream, give my advertisers some love. Give them your business. You know, I have people that I personally do business with, uh, from my chiropractor to my dentist. To somebody that can help you out with your skin and make you feel wonderful, and a guy that can give you some concealed carry training, teach you about gun safety, give those people your business. Give them a call, and when you do, make sure you let them know that you heard about them on this show. So, hey, um, we got an incoming caller. Let's uh, let's grab this call. Hold on. Okay. Finally, I was missing somebody calling. Yeah, <laughs> caller. You're on the line with Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. Who we got?
2: Uh, this is Eric.
1: Hey, Eric, how's uh, it going? You're uh, you're watching uh, us on Facebook, aren't you?
2: Yes, yes. yes. Uh, I put up a few comments from Vince Lombardi because he was a, a you know. Someone who gave us encouraged us to not give up on anything, not just football. And uh, I think it's appropriate a lot of his stuff. Um, so, can I say any topic, or do you want me just to keep on the topic that you, you're talking about? Tell us
1: whatever's on your mind. We're starting a new segment, so we can we can go down a rabbit hole. I don't mind.
2: Uh, something hit me the other day because I think about this a lot, like you do. Um, um, uh, Ex President Obama. Um, has a lot to do, and he, he I believe he's running the country uh, right now pretty much with other people, um, you know, like puppet strings, and he joked about that. But then I thought, geez, he was president in 2008, and then he was a senator, right, before that? and then uh, For a very
1: brief period of time, right? He just came uh, out of nowhere. Right.
2: right, but he was in the position, that senator position had, like, going back five senators. Well, they all went to jail, pretty much. Yeah. So he got into that by accident, I believe. But he, the reason I'm talking about why I talk about him is because I definitely thought uh, people haven't talked about how is he connected with with 9/11. I think he's connected with 9/11. I think he's been in this whole progression of trying to destroy our country. I don't think he believes in our country. I think he's set us up with all his policies. But he's got that smile, so everybody's kind of like, oh, he's a handsome, smiling oh, guy. Oh, he's a
1: handsome, smiling guy. He's a smooth talker. Yeah. He just kind of hypnotizes you when he talks, right? Yeah, he,
2: he does. He's uh-huh. sort of like, uh, like Hitler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, Hitler was
1: a influential speaker, too. I mean, I've heard that. It's like he was a great speaker. He influenced people.
2: Yeah, he actually used to take... He had a photographer... And they did sessions where he practiced how he looked, how he put his hands, uh, and presented himself. And I think, uh, yeah, Obama does that quite well. Yeah. But I believe that there, and I wanted to throw out to people, and I hope some people think about it too, is he's around the time of 9-11. I believe 9-11 was orchestrated by our government. I, in fact, I know it is. I know it was. And all the events that happened and i was living in new jersey and i had gotten up on on 9 11 late one morning i had been traveling to pennsylvania for a contract mm-hmm. position i had and so it was the only morning that it was late in like two years whatever year and a half two years so it was nine o'clock i usually get up at five and travel like an hour and a half But what's funny is, actually, Flight 93 I crossed crossed over me, had to, because it had left at a certain time. I figured out uh, I went up the turnpike, and then I went over to Pennsylvania. So Flight 93 is the one that they claimed crashed uh, in, uh, uh, I forget the name of Pennsylvania town, Shanksville or something?
1: Shanksville, I believe, is what it was.
2: Yeah, but I know it didn't, because when I went to work that day, there were and got home that night. They weren't going to let us come home. They closed all the bridges, but they finally opened the bridges. Um, but when I got home, me you and know, my wife saw on TV. I saw this. I know, a commercial from a farmer. He was being interviewed. He says, "No, I saw the F-15 shoot it down. Shoot it down with missiles." Really? And it makes yeah. It makes sense. I never saw it again. You know, they probably took it off. Because they said it just hit a hole and there's nothing there and there's no parts, there's nothing, it's just a hole in the ground. Yeah, isn't
1: that strange? Yeah. I mean I, I saw the I saw the uh, video that they posted on the mainstream news in which there was just a just a hole in the ground and no real significant wreckage. I mean, what an easy way to cover things up in which there's no evidence.
3: You know, and Eric, yeah, no. Eric, I tend to agree with you that Obama's probably been involved in it all along because I the statements that I remember about him, I never really trusted him, is that he said that uh, when the time comes, and it will, I will stand with the Muslims. Did he say with the Americans, not the patriots, not, he said with the Muslims. And look at all the Muslims that have been brought into the country, young, fighting-age males.
2: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. And, and he is Muslim, okay? He was born in Africa. He wasn't born in Hawaii. Absolutely. He was born. I in don't Africa. believe that either. The, no. No, it, you're right. Yeah. The ta- uh, the
1: Look how long Africa, it took him to produce a birth certificate, which a lot of people uh, analyzed it and said it's fake.
2: Yeah. Even the, even the village in Africa celebrates that they had an American prisoner.
1: Even his but, brother is you know, constantly speaking out, calling him a liar.
2: Oh, yeah. His brother, his brother <laughs> doesn't like him. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't. Th- I don't think, in general, the Muslim people are bad. I don't think that. I think that they're misled by, just like we're misled by people. Yeah. And he he is using people, with, of course, he's controlled and educated by Soros, the the, the globalist. He's a globalist, and I think that they put him in in the White House. They, they he would have never got in there, they told him. But they said we're gonna use this guy that acts, you know, that has his this his, his uh, persona. Mm-hmm. And bad people can have personas. They can they can have good things but use them for evil. Yeah. So you know, that's what they did. They said he's perfect for that. He's perfect. And so but I'm thinking nine eleven, there's gotta be people out there, and I know a lot of people listen to you let's get that connection because that may help people wake up okay yeah he was he was part of it he was he did something with this with zeros or you know maybe it'll be the key that opens up a lot of people's thoughts on on, uh, i know that the government was involved i know um a lot of things i know in fact, this is my opinion. I'm not. I'm not judging people in Israel. But I know the Israeli government was involved um, with with 9/11 um, because a lot of the the, the, the people on the planes they said were were um, Muslim, but in fact they were not. They were. They came from. Um, I think it was Egypt. Or some other country. They were not who they said they were. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So, uh, and there's a the whole thing on that. But I don't want to get the whole thing of nine eleven, but um the building didn't come down from planes. Absolutely not. I, that's in my opinion. But uh, well, you know, down. I think
1: there's a lot of unanswered questions about that, Eric. And I and I've talked about this before and I've actually triggered a lot of people about this when I've mentioned it. A lot of people have been so Indoctrinated by what they've been told by the mainstream news, in which why would we re- we believe anything that the mainstream news uh, believes tells us anymore? I mean, we've we've catch them lying to us all the time about things, kind of like about the thing I talked about earlier, in which okay, this war going on in Israel right now is really terrible. A lot of a lot of good people are are dying as a result of this war, but you know what they do is they do things to try to bias us against an entire race of people and it's like you know kind of like well we got to hate them russians we want to kill all them russians you know listen to lindsey Mm -hmm. graham got to kill all them evil russians you know just like we've got to kill all those uh, those evil palestinians well you know I, I think Hamas is evil, and I think yeah, I think there probably are a lot of evil Palestinians. Actually, they voted these these evil people into office, so obviously they believe in what they're doing. And you know, I'm going to be talking about this a little later about how they're out there speaking out against the the death and destruction that's happening in in Gaza right now, which I think is terrible. But at the same time, what is Israel going to do? I mean, okay, yeah, oh well, we want a ceasefire. Uh, we just think there's to be well a ceasefire and then what? And then what after the ceasefire? Then the Israelis just kind of wait for more more rockets to come flying into into Israel and kill more Israelis or or for more Hamas to come across the border and murder more people? I mean it, what then? What yeah. after the ceasefire? And what about the compassion for on both sides? It's like, you know, you know, I you, know, you hear these people yeah. like Rashida Tlaib out there speaking out in Russian. She was in D.C. just the other day, and she gave this speech, and not a single word of her speech had anything to do with any kind of compassion to what happened to the Israelis. It's like, okay, this happened, this brutal, brutal stuff happened, and it's like, do you, do you not have anything to say about that? She, by her lack of saying certain things, she has said exactly what she thinks by her lack of words. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. No, no, I agree. But I think everybody should take a step back, look at the whole picture. Okay, the whole picture is Netanyahu got back into office after they did not want him. Most of the uh, is, is people in Israel do not want him. He got in with, with less than 50% of the vote. So mm-hmm. he got back to power. He hates he hates people. He hates other countries. He's,
1: now, where, where do you get that from? Because I haven't heard that.
2: Um, no, no. When he was in office originally, a while back, huh? a few years ago, and then he was out of office. Right. Yeah, Again, the office in Israel, you do not have to have fifty percent of the vote. It's kind of a different way they get well, In a way, it's office. kind of like
1: that in this country too, you know, because of the electoral yeah. college.
2: Yeah, he got in with thirty percent, and right now there's a lot of protests against him in Israel for for actions he's taking. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not agreeing with or disagreeing with either side you just have to step back and look at everything that's going on yeah you have to look at that the palestinian people yes were taken out of their country they land there in 1947 you have to look at the history of how israel started that they're gaining land that they they always push back against people our whole lives we've heard it oh there's a little fight here and there and they take back some land in the golden heights and they they put condos there with, with Israelis and them in the Palestinians. Anyhow, that goes back and forth. But we don't hear the stories of, of, of some of the stories of, Israeli killed a thousand people, you know, uh, or, or that attack. In, in 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 the 80s, they went into Beirut and they killed children in Beirut. They came down in Beirut. You can look this up with tanks and they said it was a mistake that they were blowing buildings apart and they killed all these children. So then you got to think, okay, these, Palestinian people are people too, everybody's human, you know, humanity here.
1: Yeah, I I mean, I've been watching, I've been watching the the video and the social media posts from both sides, and and it's really tragic what's happening on both sides, you know, and, you know, and like, I don't know if you were listening to me earlier when I was talking about the military-industrial complex, in which uh, they, we, the United States has actually been arming both sides, I mean, they've been sending right. billions of dollars to Iran, right. which in turn Iran funds Hamas and 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 these other terrorist groups. And so they're in a way they're stirring up these wars. They they war. They want these wars, you know, and have, and mm-hmm. you know, like same thing have, with the conflict going on with Ukraine and Russia. Same deal. It's like they don't well, want it's peace.
2: All it's all connected because the money we give. And we've given so many hundreds of hundred billion dollars a lot of money to Iran, I mean to Ukraine, and some of that money is being filtered, and you can look this up too, is being filtered those guns and shells that are killing people in Israel and in Palestine are our shells. Right. Our it's art.
1: it's ending up okay. in the hand. A lot of this stuff that we're sending over into Ukraine is ending up in the hands of terrorists that are attacking Israel. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you know, it's this yeah. this whole thing I think is orchestrated.
2: Yeah, no. Uh, in our country, a lot of on both sides are Congress, our senators. Senator Lindsey Graham of South Carolina owns interest in a lot of these military operations. He's like, go, destroy Gaza, destroy the whole thing, kill everybody, kill everybody. I mean, not every person, not every person is a bad person. Maybe they're following the wrong people. Whatever is going on, but we have two aircraft carriers in the Mediterranean. Turkey has now put their planes and said that they're going to defend Palestine. So that's danger right there. President Biden has put us in, in danger, in in, in trying playing this chess match, and now uh, about twenty minutes ago, I heard that they were having a, uh, some kind of conflict with Iran right now, as we speak. You
1: that, know, that I I, I had a I had a social media post I responded to, um, and I'm gonna, gonna maybe I'll just maybe I'll mention that now. I had there was this whole thing uh, in Washington D.C. with Rashida Talib. And she was there as part of this protest in D.C. the other day. And I made some comments on this post. I think it was on YouTube. And there was somebody on YouTube that responded to my post. Made some really good points. Seemed like a very intelligent, well-educated person. Uh, making a making the case for Palestine. It's like, okay. Um, and so I, I told this person, I said, well, come on with me. Let me interview you. Let me ask you some questions. I will ask you hard questions, but they will be fair and I will be compassionate. And I will be, I'm always kind to people I'm talking to. It's like, I'm I, you know, I'm not out to destroy you. It's like, I'm going to ask you questions and then you just give me honest answers. And because, you know, I, you're right. I, I think there's, I think there's people dying on both sides that are, are people that, you know, you know, if you talk, heard me talking about earlier about people being people being weak, you know, like one thing that I hear a lot in this country is I hear a lot of people say, "Oh, well, I'm just not political." It's like I don't, I don't vote. I, I don't go out. I, I think, I think the country's going down the wrong path, but I just don't want to get involved. I don't go out and vote because I don't like politics. So. Mm-hmm. So don't you bet there's, yeah. there's probably those same kind of people in Palestine that say the same kind of crap, and they, by their inaction, allowed Hamas to take control of the country by saying, yeah. oh, well, I'm not political, I don't want to get involved.
2: Well, um, I mentioned this the last time I spoke, that Hamas is a—their there society is broken up into, like, tribes. OK, the way they do things, they don't have a standing army like we do. They have it underground. They have a lot of people. I think it's about 130,000. They're underground. Um, but Hamas doesn't necessarily represent. There was actually a small group of the Palestinian people. Mm-hmm. So they're poor they're in this area. It's pretty much like a ghetto, the whole thing, yeah. going back to what we're, you know, uh, that they were forced into these areas forced out of their country. They were forced out of where Israel where where uh, Israel is today was their land. And 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 their their symbol that they fight with. I just heard this the other day. This symbol represents that they are like patriots, that they want their land back that was taken from them. And you can sympathize with that. If someone came here and pushed you out of out of New Mexico and said, That's not your land, you know we're gonna take it. We're gonna take it. And so you can sympathize with the people on that. Now, the governments are having all setting up this gigantic war. They're setting us up. You can see it. They're putting putting military in this position and that position.
1: I I think they're trying to set us up for a a global World War III, something that is going to make World War II pale in comparison. I I, I think that's what they're trying to set us up for. I, I, I think they, I think that, those that would like to to institute a new world order and a world government would love to see a big huge war break out so that uh, a large amount of the population can be wiped out well, and then, the and they system. can and then they can come to rescue come to the rescue with their with their new world order and their world government in china
2: they just said this morning that they already have them under control they're all getting a certain amount of money they have to stay in their houses they can't they don't have any freedom Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. That's exactly the system they have in China.
2: uh, Netanyahu is a globalist. He, he, I don't know if you know this, but he gave up to Pfizer, his whole country, as a test pattern. Everybody in Israel, almost everyone, 100% took the shot.
1: I know. Okay. You know, I spoke out about that at the time when that was going on, and I was actually shocked because it's like, what? This is going on in Israel? I can't believe this. But yes, you, you know, you're exactly right there. They were, they were making every, everybody in Israel get, get the jab. So, so they, were, glo- they were all
2: woke. Yeah, he's a globalist, okay? He connected, in my opinion, to that. We have Obama who's controlling our government, in my opinion, with other people, globalists. Globalists are trying to get us all killing each other and war and you're right. Step in and say, you know what, we're gonna put you in a fifteen minute city and we're gonna tell you and we're gonna give you two thousand dollars a month. And they've said this, we're gonna give you two thousand dollars a month if you accept this is the big thing that they're gonna push on people, it's coming.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Two thousand dollars a month if you accept that all your money comes on the on the cell phone and that you have to listen to everything that it tells you about paying carbon tax. And where you live, and what you you can't have a stove with gas, and you, and the world is all done. All these falsities that that our planet is not burning up. It is not burning up. No. And, no. And and oil, believe it or not, the cars, gas cars, have gotten to the point where it's not too much pollution that come out of them. Not really. Not I mean, really. you can
1: darn near put your nose at the end of an exhaust pipe and breathe it, and it almost won't hurt you. I mean, that's how clean cars are now.
2: Right. But gas cars are a lot more environmental than electric cars with batteries. Mm -hmm. There's pictures of of gigantic uh, yards of used electric cars in China that they just throw there, and it's all poison and toxic. They don't recycle the batteries. And then, uh, not only that, the humanity— I've heard that they really
1: don't have a good way to recycle lithium batteries
2: they don't and yeah. then the they are getting they're gouging the earth and using slave labor in china in turkey in india there's children children that die
1: children digging that, with their die. hands you can't
2: touch the car. and then the electric car i've been seeing a lot of this and it's true they're burning up in people's garages they actually they, they catch on fire by themselves yeah yeah and and they're, they're very dangerous. Do we want this? this is an environmental? It's it's mess. a
1: flaw in lithium battery technology. It's like uh, they, after a little while, sometimes that barrier uh, will break down, and then and then they start to combust. I mean, they yeah. had they had that whole situation. Remember with the uh, with the um, Galaxy Tablet uh, Seven, I think it it had that problem yeah, where it would yeah. just burst into flame spontaneously, combust. So they got yeah, yeah, to where they uh, wouldn't uh, let them on at commercial airplanes anymore.
2: Yeah, also um, some lap- yeah, laptops, too, had mm-hmm. uh, um, one in the uh, battery that you used to stick in the back that you recharged and you could take out. Mm-hmm. That that They stopped doing that because it was because yeah. for those yeah. ones. But it's all globalism. Globalism pushes the environment and the world agenda with the New World Order and Tetros, who's in charge of it, And by the way, people, if you want to believe in the New World Order, and I'm talking to these people that believe in that, Petros was from Africa, and he killed 6 million people from one of his African fights with another African country. He is a terrorist. He is a terrorist. Petros, the head of the New World Order. And And he's the one that we're going to have to listen to if we lose our sovereignty, which... we signed on to some of that and people are fighting it. But if we lose our sovereignty and have UN troops come into America and tell us what to do, I mean, then we really lost.
1: See, the see, what I'm afraid of, Eric, and I, I touched on this earlier, is how why, and people ask, why in the world would Joe Biden be allowing our border to be completely overran by a bunch of people we don't know who they are and from these third world countries? And, Here's the here's the here's a the theory I have, and I think I heard somebody mention this the other day, is that these people are gonna feel kind of beholden to the Democrat Party because the Democrat Party has let them come into America to have a better life. And at some point is the Democrat Party going to try to recruit these people to fight off these evil mega Republican extremists? Are they well, gonna
2: they be, already they're, you know,
1: is they already doing? Are we gonna are we gonna see that happening?
2: Yeah, in Texas, so people know. I don't know if you know this. They're building subdivisions, and they build many subdivisions—one thirty, forty thousand uh, um, house subdivision—and they're putting the people coming across the border in, in these subdivisions that are run by the drug lords. And it's true. You can look this up. Uh, senators have gone down there, and I don't know why they don't say anything to the American public. And when you come across the border, you, you, you burn all your money from the country you're in. It's, it's useless here. And um, they give you a cell phone just so they can track you. They, they give you a place to go. They're coming up to where I live in New Jersey, and they're giving them everything. And now Biden has said, publicly has said, he wants to give them special welfare. He wants to give them reparations. He's going to use them as a force to fight us, as you said. Yeah. And it's... it's it's getting to the point where I was going to mention. I was thinking maybe I should say that for the show is we got to defend ourselves. You guys are lucky you can get you can have uh, uh, weapons to arm yourself in New Mexico, but in New Jersey, this is a this is a this is a globalist state. You you they say you can get a gun, but if you go and apply for one, they use every excuse in the world. Right. they they. they this is a, and I know personally, I'm not going to So mention, if you
1: have a I'm gun in New Jersey, you need to keep it secret. Well, yeah, no, then you'll get arrested if you're caught with
2: it. But yeah, what right. What I'm saying is maybe some other ways to help people uh, in, in direct ways other than guns, maybe maybe have a suggestion that I show on how to defend yourself if it comes to this. Because at some point we have to realize we're going to have to, we're going to have more Things we have to fight back. I'm yeah, not starting to be are. negative. I'm yeah, ahead of no, I think time. you're right. So maybe, maybe yeah. pepper spray, maybe other legal ways, maybe some kind of talking about certain self-defense for people. But we have to be prepared, and if we're not yeah. prepared. It's going to hit people. It's going to hit people like a ton of bricks. And yeah. and uh, I know it's coming. Yeah. I know, and I'm going to mention it, but personally, I've been roughed up in New Jersey. You know, by the uh, authorities for no reason. Um, I had a minor car accident, and I'm not going to get into it. But they yeah. they let they let an illegal go that swiped my car.
1: Well, Eric, and we're coming so, up on we're coming up on the break. Okay. So all right, thank you for all right. thank you for continuing to watch. Thank you for calling in. I always enjoy your phone calls, and um, okay. you know,
2: <sighs> that, that, thanks for letting me talk a uh, while. I know you let you gave me a lot of time. I'll let other people talk online
1: yeah all right guys uh, you're listening to freedom speak with Becca Maria and Stella Eric we'll catch you next time thank you for the call okay all right all right thank you uh-huh the number here is 505 505-444-5059 if you want to call in we'll be right back for the final segment don't go anywhere. Interested in getting your concealed carry permit? Perkins Protection Training offers state-approved concealed carry classes for both New Mexico and Utah, taught by a certified NRA instructor, local, woman-owned, and ran by a husband and wife team since 2004. Individual coaching, ensuring every student learns according to their individual needs, complete with pre-class and follow-up tutoring. One-on-one, beginner, and advanced classes also available. Mention KDAZ for 10% off class. Call 505-238-1214. That's 505-238-1214 or on the web at PerkinsProtectionTraining.com.
4: Are you a small business with unique skills that believes it can bring value to Sandia or our other national labs and would like to grow your national lab contract portfolio? Then listen up. Working with any of the national labs can be overwhelming. From the lengthy terms to the bureaucratic red tape, it can feel like these labs don't want to work with small businesses. Nothing could be further from the truth. They want and need exceptional small businesses to be part of their supply chain. I can help you. My name is Asa Bortz-Johnson, owner of Sandia Consulting Group. I spent 10 years as a subcontract manager at Sandia Labs and can help you navigate the bureaucracy. My central objectives are to increase your firm's probability of winning a contract, minimize your administrative burden, shorten the timeframe from proposal to purchase order, and maximize your firm's profit. Give me a call at 505-362-3499 or go to my website at sandiaconsultinggroup.com. Schedule your no-cost meet and greet to discuss how Sandia Consulting Group can support your mission.
1: Do you need a trailer to haul something around? Check out my friends at JP Trailer Sales. They've been doing business in Albuquerque for seven years. Whether you're hauling cars, landscaping equipment, dirt, or your favorite off-road toys, JP Trailers has the perfect trailer at a great price to fit your needs. They have open trailers and closed trailers and can even do special orders. You'll always receive great, friendly customer service and no appointment is ever needed. Stop by their location at 7605 San Pedro Drive, Northeast and Albuquerque, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 5 p.m. You can also call them at 505-469-1667 or 505-557-8164, or check them out on the web at flatbedtrailersusa.com.
5: Did you realize that our skin is the largest organ of the body? How often do we pay attention to what it's telling us? Hi, I'm Tomei with Skin LLC, and we don't just cover up imperfections, we heal them. Our skin being the largest organ of the body tells a story. Beauty and skin alike are often overlooked because we get overwhelmed with so much daily input. You can learn your own skin and beauty story through the customized treatments we provide, personalized just for you. Let us give you the education, healing, rejuvenation, and restoration to support your journey call or text 505-918-4211. Mention this ad for free phone consultation and visit our website at abqskinllc.com. That number again is 505-918-4211.
1: back to the final segment of freedom speak with becca marie and stella ethel had to duck out on she had stuff she had to take care of so we were uh, we're glad to have her on the show with us today ethel if you're listening uh, thank you thank you for coming on <sighs> so you know like our last caller eric was talking about and I in no way want to make my Israeli friends mad (laughs) at me. At the same time, I just do the best I can to expose the truth, the facts about what's going on. As a Christian, I can tell you biblically that uh, that land is supposed to be where the Jews live. In the end times, that's where they end up being. regardless of what governments might be upset about it or whether the Palestinians are upset about it. I, You know, my suggestion, why don't they all just learn how to get along?
3: That's asking for too much. You
1: know? Why don't everybody just get along? <clears throat> now, from what I do understand from talking to a good friend of mine that is from Israel is that they don't keep palestinians from coming into israel they're included if they want to be um is palestinians come to israel all the time to work and then they go back to palestine uh where they want to live and you know so i i don't i can't say that i fully understand the situation over there unfortunately i don't think we can trust our media to tell us the truth about much of anything and that's the thing that makes it really, really hard. By the way, I want to say hi to my friend Peggy that's watching from Ohio. She said she's watching on Rumble on her television. <laughs> We're on TV, Stella. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I kind of mentioned this earlier. I was talking about this guy, um, this Doug Mackey guy. And, uh, you know, this information is not easy to get. I have to do some real digging when I'm doing my show prep. And whenever I talk about something, I like to produce the evidence so that you can see what's going on. But just an example, and and I'm, I'm talking about all the time how we can't trust the news media because they will attack people that are their enemies. They will attack people that are the enemies, of Joe Biden and the, and the tyrannical leftist Democrat Party that has taken over our country. Listen to what they had to say about this uh, Doug Mackey guy, okay? It's unbelievable. Yes, it is. So I've got, just got audio only on this, so here, you can listen to this.
4: A notorious Twitter troll was arrested on federal charges of election interference. Douglas Mackey, also known by his online alter ego, Ricky Vaughn, is accused of a voter disinformation campaign during the 2016 election. The arrest represents what could be a big change in how the federal government fights election interference. NBC News investigative reporter Brandi Zadrozny joins us now. So, Brandi, first of all, tell us about the election disinformation campaign that Mackey is accused of orchestrating. What did he allegedly do?
5: So, yeah, Mackey is accused of having used Twitter to um, coordinate with other trolls in these private spaces, private group chats. One was called War Room, um, and he's accused of spreading disinformation, specifically that voters could cast their ballots via social media and text. Um, this one was specifically aimed at black and Latino voters. You could tell because he used memes with black people and ones written in Spanish, allegedly. Now, basically, you know what this guy did is what we're all really familiar with from the Russian Internet Agency. They created fake posts. They said that you know in these posts that certain celebs were on the Trump train, for instance, right? Or they created fake advertising campaigns for Hillary Clinton, where they were like, um, "We're going to draft your daughters into the armed forces," um, or you know, like we just said, the lies about when and where people can vote. And just like the Russian campaign, we've been saying forever, there's a homegrown alt-right disinformation campaign. campaign and it was aimed at electing donald trump
1: so once again we're talking about russia we're comparing this guy to russian disinformation and of course we got to bring up trump he you know he was he was doing evil things so that he could get trump elected (laughs) this is this is the left-wing media biased media the the propaganda arm of the democrat party going after this guy to destroy him and what did he do he just produced a a funny political meme and posted online and for that after joe biden took office joe biden's judicial branch put this man into prison for seven months
3: Do you ask yourself what kind of political influence he had that they would do that? I mean, because we all post memes, and they're all hysterically funny. They're all political and politically damaging to Biden and some of the demon rats. Uh, So who was he? Who was this person that they could Yeah, well,
1: apparently he had a a following on social media, and so they had to make an example out of him. Mm. Now, here is another clip, okay? This is from a left-wing— propagandist on social media by the name of Christina Wong, okay, listen Listen to the post that she did, okay tell me if it sounds about the same to you, just to me Hey, everybody, this is Christina Wong, and uh, I'm coming out. I'm a Trump supporter, and I just want to remind all my fellow Chinese Americans for Trump, people of color for Trump, to vote. Vote for Trump on Wednesday, November 9th. Really important day. We're going to show this country who's boss, and that's our man, Donald Trump. So don't forget to vote Donald Trump on November 9th. Okay, so what she do? she comes out, tries and pretends like she's a Trump trump voter which she's not and And tells you to vote a day late a day late after the the elections okay so how is this different than than this this other guy doug Mackey, telling hillary voters to make sure that they vote online uh for hillary Uh, how is that different you know what this woman has not in any way been prosecuted by the biden administration at all no charges have been brought Uh, she's not been taken to court can you see the double standard here?
3: All the time. That's all you see is double standards. They get away with everything, and they prosecute us for the slightest thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Double standard. Mm-hmm. We have a two-tier justice system. You know, um, We have all this nonsense going on with Donald Trump, with he, him, them dragging him through the mud. And what it's all about, it's about destroying people, sending a message out. Making an example out of people. This Doug Mackey guy, they're making an example out of him. It's like, how dare you post a political meme against us? Because if you do that, we're going to come after you. We're going to put you in jail. We're going to ruin your life. Take your money. Take your money. Yeah, that's exactly what they're going to do. How is this not... How does everybody in this country, including you people on the left... You used to care about free speech. We've over the years we've heard you just say all kinds of ridiculous things and complain about your right to say them. I pro- I, I fight for your right to say them. If you want to call into this show and call and, and call me names as long as they're they're clean and they're they're allowed on the radio, you can do that. If you want to call in and disagree with me, I will be glad to hear what you have to say. It's called freedom of speech. It's called freedom of speech. Mm-hmm just like this guy, has a freedom of speech, but apparently not. Not under Trader Joe. No, under Trader Joe, you do not have freedom of speech unless you're a Democrat. Mm. Then you have freedom of speech.
3: We're going back to that they, they control they, what, what they, they say. They. they control what you believe. They control what you hear. Yes. They. But who? who is they? Will we ever find out who they are? Yeah.
1: Well, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, Eric seems to think Barack Obama. I think Barack Obama at most is a middleman uh, in the whole thing. I think he's a useful tool. Mm-hmm. Um, who's really in charge? I, I, who, who's really causing all this? Who's causing all of these global conflicts? Uh, I think. I think it's it's a weird kind of a thing going on where it's like, it's like a symbiosis, be you know, between these globalists that are like, like these people that are looking at the whole world like a chessboard in which they can move all of us around like pawns and, and to accomplish their agenda. Maybe they're, maybe they're controlled by the devil himself. I, you know, I I don't know, you know, Maybe the Antichrist is out there and he just hasn't made himself known yet. Maybe he's controlling it all.
3: And you you know he's already out there. You can tell by all the scripture that's coming to pass that's actually, I mean, it's been written for thousands of years. We are seeing it live happening right now. I never thought in all my days that I would be living in the last days where I would be seeing a scripture coming to pass, especially Revelations. It's pretty pretty frightening. But No,
1: I never imagined. I never did. no. So let's uh, talk about a few little stories I've got here to finish off the show today. I, uh, Stella, did you watch the uh, accept the um, opening well, what do you call it, acceptance speech of the new House Speaker? No, I didn't see him. Okay, his name's Mike Johnson, mm-hmm. and he was actually on a list of the nine GOP candidates that threw their hat in the ring. And I was upset that uh, that Jim Jordan. Did not get picked. I, I thought he was like the biggest patriot that we have in the U.S. House. But of course, I think, and kind of like what I've been talking about throughout the show, in which people are cowardly and afraid to stand up and afraid of maybe losing something. Oh well, maybe I'll lose this cushy job. Maybe you know, you know, maybe maybe I won't get reelected, or maybe
3: um, they've been paid off already. Yeah, exactly. That's what I think right away, that they accepted money. Because like a friend of mine told me, I don't want to be a politician. I want to own them.
1: Yeah. 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 Apparently, it doesn't cost very much to buy a politician these days. Not at all. So, Jim Jordan was very high profile. He has... Been involved a lot in this whole impeachment inquiry. He's he's been speaking out against the um, the scamdemic and all of this other nonsense. He's very high profile. Everybody knows who Jim Jordan is, and so I think that these cowardly Republicans did not want to pick Jim Jordan because Jim Jordan was just seen as. Too divisive, just divisive because, you know. He was a threat. Know. Yeah, Jim Jordan's just, mm-hmm. just a threat because, you know, he's, he's speaking out against this stuff. And so, kind of like, like Donald Trump, you know, in which he doesn't want to have wars, mm-hmm. you know, and they want wars. My God, wars are good for their, their, their bank accounts. It's, it's good for business, you know. So, but here's the thing with this Mike Johnson guy. Okay, I, I did a little research on him. He um, He's 51. He voted against certifying the 2020 election. That, Good for
3: him. That already tells me something. Okay. Yeah. I already like
1: him there. Mm-hmm. He voted um, the for the Respect for Marriage Act. He voted against UK- Ukraine assistance. Or the Respect for Marriage Act, was that against, uh, which one it was for, for basically traditional marriage? I don't know. He's for that. He voted against the Ukraine assistance. He voted against the continuing resolution. Um, he did, however, for some reason, vote for the debt ceiling agreement. I, I don't know why. Before serving entering Congress, he served in the Louisiana House of Representatives and practiced law. He's married and he's a father of four children. You know, he, you know, like that one guy Kennedy out of Louisiana. I love that guy. I love his analogies. He's hilarious. Um, I like, I like politicians that come out of Louisiana. And you know that uh, actually recently Louisiana voted out their tyrannical uh, governor Bell. Well, why? How did they do it? Why can't we do it? Well, they had an election. They voted for a Republican. Did so
3: they, how do you call? Uh, uh, how do you call an election? That's what I want to know. What do you do to start? an I would like to do that. Yeah. We need to do that in New Mexico.
1: Well, no, they had a regular election coming up from what I understand. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it, they were having a regular election and they voted out that tyrannical uh, governor Bell. Glad to see that guy gone. That's the same guy that uh, put my favorite preacher out there in Louisiana put him in jail for having church. So, that, I think that's a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So anyway, this Mike Johnson guy listened to his acceptance speech and he's very soft spoken but his words are very strong. So he kind of reminds me of speaking softly, but carrying a big stick. Mm. And the leftist, Media is already going after him. Of course.
3: <laughs> uh, who, who did he, I want to know, who did he rape? That's the first thing I want, who did he rape? And what did oh, I'm mean? sure
1: that's coming next. <laughs> yes. I'm I'm sure yeah. at some point pretty soon, yeah. women are going to start coming out of the woodwork and mm-hmm. say, oh, well, this Mike Johnson, he raped me 20 years ago, yeah. and uh, it's just now bothering me. <laughs> yeah, that's good. You, you watch. I, and
3: I want to sue him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You know, Stella, I watched an interesting thing on—I think it was on the Daily Wire uh, a couple of days ago—in uh, which uh, Clarence Thomas uh, did a kind of like a, a video biography of his life growing up. It's fascinating. You should check it out if you haven't seen it.
3: Uh, where, where did you see it? On the Daily Wire. Daily Wire.
1: Yeah, on the Daily Wire. You know how they have movies on there, kind of mm-hmm. like Epic Times does. I—I mm-hmm. I love their movies on the. I've watched them all. I love their movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what else do we got here. Oh, okay. Jamal Bowman, okay, remember that remember that guy? Mm-hmm. The guy that pulled the fire alarm. Yeah, okay. Now, he pulled the fire alarm and he he disrupted an official proceeding.
3: Well, they're voting, weren't they? Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. He disrupted a, an official proceeding. Is't that a, a an offense that lands you in a gulag? should I mean. That's, that's apparently the law that they used uh, to basically take down a whole bunch of these January Sixers and put them in these gulags for an indefinite period of time. This guy, he pulled the fire alarm. Now, and he disrupted a, 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 an official proceeding of the house. Now, he joked about it. I was just kidding. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> it was just a joke. Yeah, right. I didn't but, hurt anybody. <laughs> yeah, but I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Why did the FBI goon squad not show up at his house while his family was home and bust down his door and point guns at his family and his children and drag him out in shackles and, and take him to jail?
3: Probably because they used him to pull the alarm. Go do something to mess up that voting structure so they can't get away with it.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, but, but you know, that's, that's what happened to these January six people, mm-hmm. you know?
3: Yeah, but they were conservatives.
1: Thing. Right, yeah. right. yeah. well, that's that's different, right? Uh-huh? No, yeah. Um, why is he not being charged as an insurrectionist for interfering with an official proceeding? You know, that had me kind of curious. I looked up this whole law that they're using to hold these people in jail forever in these, you know, rotting, stinking roach infested damp gulags and I was just kind of curious so I looked this law up this, this thing in which it has a official proceeding as a term in it it falls under 18 U.S. code 1515 and I looked this up on cornelllaw.com oh dot edu sorry And it says, the term official proceeding means a proceeding before a judge or court of the United States, a United States magistrate judge, a bankruptcy judge, a judge of the United States tax court, a special trial judge of the tax court, a judge of the United States court of federal claims, or a federal grand jury. A proceeding before the Congress, a proceeding before a federal government agency which is authorized by law, or a proceeding involving the business of insurance whose activities affect interstate commerce before any insurance regulatory official or agency or agent or examiner appointed by such official or agency to examine the affairs of any person engaged in the business of insurance whose activities affect interstate commerce. Doesn't that sound an awful lot like that, that whole law was written uh, to basically go after people involved in some kind of insurance fraud?
3: It seemed like they covered the whole thing. You
1: know? Yeah, it seems like that. To me. This is the law they're using against these people uh, that supposedly were insurrectionists on January 6th, which I know you've probably heard this before, but... These people are the worst insurrectionists I could ever think of. Oh, they call them demons, thugs, yeah. all kinds of horrible So names. wouldn't you think if you were going to have a proper insurrection that all of these people would have had with them their weapons of war, you know, that Joe Biden's always talking about because he's scared to death of having armed Americans.
3: They should have had something besides their flags.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So wouldn't you think a proper insurrection would have involved going to the Capitol— with all those, how many ever million of people that there was, they're armed, in which they could go in and take the capital by force. Uh, but even then, why would anybody having an insurrection storm the Capitol? In what way is that going to change anything? You know, all of this is just total nonsense. and And due to the fact that, you know, they think that this law is so important and it applies to people interfering in official proceeding. And this guy did exactly that by pulling the fire alarm. Okay. Why is all kinds of awful things happening to him? Why has he not been impeached? Because he's a Democrat. Why hasn't he been removed from office already?
3: Because mm-hmm. they are above the law. Apparently. They can do whatever they want. and Nobody will say anything or do anything to them.
1: Yeah. It's, yeah. So he pleaded guilty to a misdemeanor for falsely pulling fire, the fire alarm and then in the office mm-hmm. building.
3: I did it. I'm sorry. Yeah, nobody got really hurt. Funny. It was a joke.
1: It was a joke.
3: <laughs> Can't you take a joke?
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know.
3: So he walked free.
1: So I was talking about the whole thing with Rashida Talib in Washington, D.C., I, I Why made,
3: are they still here? Why are they still walking the halls of Congress?
1: I don't know. She's a, she's an idiot. I mean, did you... I mean, sometime back I talked about the video of where she got thrown out of a Trump rally. was <laughs> hilarious. She was <laughs> jumping around and spinning around and yelling and screaming like a lunatic. And uh, security removed her because she was being completely unruly. Insane. Uh, but insane. She's crazy. So... I talked about this, and I said in my post, this is coverage of a protest in Washington, D.C., in which Rashida Talib was one of the speakers. They're calling for a ceasefire in Gaza. They're outraged over the death of Palata- Palestinians and a war that they started. What did they think the result was going to be? Did they think they could do an in- unprovoked attack on Israel without consequences. And kill thousands of people. Thousands of yeah. people. People I mean, that were, were civilians, people that were unarmed. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you justify that in any way whatsoever. Um, if you listen to the words of the speakers, you'll hear them talk a lot about the loss of life of Palestinians, which I, I agree, that's, a, that's really tragic. But a total absence of compassion for the Israeli families and babies that were murdered. And I don't think this was an oversight. No. Now, and this I posted on Facebook, I think. Actually, I copied this on Facebook. I, I invite you guys to read my posts on Facebook. That's where I just, on a daily basis, just kind of post things that I'm thinking about, things that I think are really important, like even other people like Russell Brand, which I like a lot, or things by Elon Musk and things like that that are very important. I'll post them on my Facebook page. So, you know, even though you hate Facebook probably as much as I do, it's a good source of me sharing information. And they haven't banned me yet, which really is kind of disappointing for me. I think I'm maybe not doing something right. <laughs> I, you know, I was, I was listening to a thing the other day in which they were, they were there was somebody from, I think it's somebody from OEN or something, trying to interview some of these protesters that were protesting in D.C., and they had their mask on. Of course. Uh, and I think they had their mask on because they're trying to hide their identity, and they're out there protesting against the uh, situation with Palestine. It's like, okay. So he comes up and he tries to ask them questions. Well, they just, they hide their faces. They won't talk. Well, see, this is I don't understand. Okay, if you're out there, you're protesting, and you want to be heard, and you want your your thing that you're protesting about to be heard, wouldn't you just jump at the at the opportunity to have your voice and your face seen on a national news show? Wouldn't you think that? Well, BLM covered their
3: faces all the time when they were ripping up Portland and tearing, burning down cities. Right. They all covered their faces.
1: Right. And I got a theory about this. Okay. Okay. What's your theory? I talked about this a while back. I talked about how you can literally go online and you can apply to be a protester. Hmm. Okay. My theory is, is that these people are paid protesters they really don't know what to say because they have no feelings in the situation whatsoever. They simply were paid to show up, be, rah, rah, be, rah destructive. be destructive, carry a sign around a pre-made sign, which they're was, you assured, know, nothing would happen to
3: them. And, yeah.
1: it, and it didn't. So, but when they're, when they're, when they're held on the spot and, and they're given the opportunity to speak, they don't have anything to say because they don't, they mm-hmm. don't, they're not for this cause. They don't give a crap. They're just getting paid to protest. Mm-hmm. That's my theory. It makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <clears throat> in the time I've left, I said, so I, I responded to somebody on this, ce- on this post. I said, you say you want a ceasefire and you want to save lives. You say you're against violence. No decent person wants war and violence. I certainly don't. I have some questions you need to answer. Where was your outrage when Hamas was slaughtering unarmed v- Jewish families? You failed to mi- I said in beheading babies, but I think, you know, I'm looking back on that now, and I think maybe that's a fake news story. I really do. I haven't seen the proof of this.
3: Will we ever know?
1: We- I don't think we will. You fail to mention if you care about the deaths of Jewish children. Do you care about them too? Why did you elect Hamas to lead your country? These are valid questions. You are responsible for the brutality of your elected leaders. And, you know, I say this when—, when When you people out there, you stand by and you don't speak out against what Joe Biden is doing, you are complicit in what Joe Biden is doing. Stella and I, we've been standing up. We've been speaking out against what Joe Biden is doing all the time. I have been all along. He's representing our country and he does not represent the United States of America in the way that I would like to see it represented. I think Joe Biden's a tyrant. I'm sure of it. And I think that if we let him continue, he's going to bring us into a World War III Anyway, hey guys, we're done mm-hmm. today. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, how do we end the show? I'll tell you how we'll end the show. The way we always do. The way we always do. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Thank you, everybody, for joining us today. Thank you. I, I know we sort of went off the deep end, especially in the rabbit holes, but I don't know who, I don't know how else we can talk to people to make them understand what's really going on yeah. and how to open their eyes and use their head and research what's going on. But use your head. Common sense would tell you all those things wrong. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. And, so and
3: if you if, if you don't think what's going on is wrong, something is definitely wrong with your head.
1: Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Send us your questions and comments to Becca at freedomspeaknm.com. Check out our website, freedomspeaknm.com, check out the replays, check out check out our podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple iTunes, like, do us a favor, whatever platform you're watching on, like, follow, share, subscribe, all of that stuff. And make sure you watch. My late night show, The Continuum, on Saturday night, streaming only. Freedom is essential to everyone. Liberty and freedom are rights, not privileges. Divided, we're weak. Together, we're strong. It's time for all of us to stand up. Open your eyes. Reject division. Look for the truth. Tell the Marxists and those pushing the woke agenda and hate hell no, we won't comply. We We are are the resistance. resistance.